Hey gang, it's Gregory Dickow, and we are in day 39 of our 2020 Fast from Wrong Thinking, and today we're fasting from the thought that says, it's too late. I wonder how many of us feel like it's too late sometimes to start over, too late to recover from a divorce, too late to start a new career, too late to overcome a sin, a mistake that you've made in your past, too late to see your prayers answered, too late to see your dreams come to pass. It's never too late. Listen, Sarah was 90 years old when she had a child and Abraham was 99 years old. It wasn't too late for them. And if it wasn't too late for them, God is no respecter of persons. If it wasn't too late for them, it's not too late for you. I really want to encourage you that they believed and they, and they conceived And when we believe, we will conceive, and it will never be too late. Listen, Esther chapter 9, verse 1 and 2, it says, In the very day that the Jews were going to be destroyed, in the very day that they were going to be destroyed, God turned it around, and he rescued them and saved them. I'll bet they thought it was too late, but it wasn't too late for God. And it's not too late for God to work in your life. I want to encourage you, don't give up. I want to encourage you, rest and trust in the fact that God's got you, that all things work together for good for you, and that the Bible says he makes everything beautiful in its time. Everything beautiful in its time. It's not too late because God's still working on you. Took him a week to make the earth and the stars, the sun and the moon and Jupiter and Mars, how very special you must be, how very special I must be because he's still working on me. It's not too late for God to finish what he started in your life. It's going to happen. Let me toss it to a few other thoughts and enjoy this beautiful day, day 39 of our 2020 Fast and Wrong Thinking. It's in Ephesians chapter two, verse um, verse one. We'll just start there. And you were dead in your trespasses and your sins in which you formerly walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air of the spirit that is now working in the sons of disobedience among them too, all formerly lived in the lusts of our flesh, indulging the desires of the flesh and the mind and were by nature children of wrath, even like the rest of humanity without Christ. But God, everybody say, but God. You see, he tells us what kind of condition we're in without Jesus, but then he does something about it. But God, how many know everybody needs a but God in your life? Everybody needs a a but God in a day. Everybody needs a hey, things are going really bad. But God, hey, I'm not doing too good in my life. But God, hey, I don't know where I'm going to get enough money to pay my bills. But God, everybody needs a but God moment. And this is your but God moment. But God, he interrupts your losing. He interrupts your failure. He interrupts your destruction. He interrupts your disobedience. He interrupts your rebellion. He interrupts your fear. He interrupts your depression. He interrupts your anxiety. He comes in like a storm and he interrupts everything that is destroying you. But God, being rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even while we were dead in our transgressions, and in our sins has made us alive together with Jesus Christ, for by grace you have been saved and has raised us up with him and seated us with him.
in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Oh, beloved, to sit with Jesus means that we have a seat at his table. No more striving, no more struggling, no more insecurities, no more fears, no more trying to prove you belong, no more trying to get God to accept you. He has even while we were lost, it says in verse five, even when we were dead in our trespasses and our sins, even when we were dead in our transgressions, he made us alive together with Christ, for by grace you have been saved and he has raised us up. So he's made us alive, then he's raised us up and then he has seated us with him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Here's what he's saying. He's saying, look, this is what you were. You were dead, but God, you were lost, but God, you were under the power of the devil, but God, everybody needs a but God moment in their life. Everybody needs a but God moment when he interrupts the devil's plan. He interrupts that sickness. But God, he said, man, the doctor said I got six months to live. But God says you're healed by his stripes. My bank account says I don't have any money, but God says I'm going to supply all your need according to his riches and glory. Boy, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm so depressed. I'm so discouraged. I don't know how. But God says that he will be with you and he'll never leave you or forsake you. Oh, but I I really failed. I really blew it. I really messed up. There's no way I can be come out of this uh, in a good condition. But God says there's no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. Man, I lost my money. I lost my family. I lost my senses. I lost my mind. I've lost everything. But God says I will restore all of the things that the enemy has stolen. Everybody needs a but God moment. And you know what? We need a but God day. We need a but God week. We need a but God year. We need a but God life. When the prodigal son came to his senses and he says, I'll arise and go to my father, he got up and he came to his father. But while he was still a long way off, look at what his father is like, which is a, a glimpse, just a glimpse of what God is like. His father saw him. So your father sees you when you're far away. His father had compassion for him. He felt compassion. God's not mad at you. He's mad about you. And he ran and embraced him and kissed him and he 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 kissed him. And so verse 21, the kid tries to get the speech in uh, and the son said, Father, I've said I'm no longer worthy to be called. He didn't even get to the part about make me a servant. Verse 22 and the father, no, but, but, but the word but it cancels out everything like I'm not listening to anything you said, son. He interrupted the boy's speech and he said, I don't want to hear a thing about it. Let me tell you what to believe. Let me tell you about who I am. I'm the lover of your soul. I'm the restorer of your soul. I'm the healer of your soul. I'm the restorer of your privileges. I'm the kisser of your soul. I'm the kisser of your heart. I'm the kisser of your spirit. I'm the kisser of your life. You're my son. You're my child. And all that time you were gone. I was planning this party all that time. I knew you were coming home. I knew you were coming home. And let me tell you something, child of God. God knew you were coming home and he's rejoicing and all the angels in heaven rejoice over you. Please know that he's not giving you a party the first day you get saved and then make you sit in the closet and punish you for your disobedience. No, the party continues every day of your life as a child of God. When you know God is your father, it is a celebration all the days of your life. You are loved. 
You are restored. You are accepted. You are forgiven. The privileges are yours. The royalty is yours. The authority is yours. The table, the fatted calf, the celebration, the joy of your father is now the joy of his sons and daughters. That's what God's like. You want to know what God's like at your worst? That's what God's like at your worst. Can you imagine what he's like at your best? This is what the father is like at your worst. That's your father. That's your God. That's your savior. That's the lover of your soul. He accepts you. He forgives you. He restores you. That's your father. This right here is an earthly father. God is your heavenly father. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us on the podcast today. I really hope that this blessed you. And I think my favorite part of today's episode was when he's talking about the prodigal son, that story, and how he said, this is what the father is like at your worst. And can you imagine what he's like at your best? I think that's so encouraging. I hope that you will stay meditating on this thought today. We'll be right back here tomorrow for day 40. It's going to be an awesome episode. And we are wrapping up our 40 day fast from wrong thinking. Can't wait for you to hear it. We'll talk to you then. Have a great day.